a huge rocket, a curse in Boston, a deal with Spain, and I have a beer. This is Today. Welcome to This Is Today, the podcast that features the stories that make this day unique. It's Tuesday, October 27th, 2020. I'm Russ, and here's what you need to know about today. Well, it is National American Beer Day today. And, you know, I've had Regina on the show a couple of times, Dr. Regina McMenemy. Uh, hey, Regina. Hey. Hey, I, I thought I'd bring you on for American Beer Day, because I, I know you like beer. I do. But get this, it is also Black Cat Day. <gasps> Yeah. You know how I feel about black cats. Oh, well, you got a pair of those at home. I do. So I figured this would be a really good day to talk to you. And yes. Yeah. I, I was looking at the top 10 ranked beers, and surprisingly, Budweiser is not on the list. <laughs> <laughs> now, you're up in... Uh, Portland. <laughs> up in the Pacific Northwest. Yes. Uh, what breweries do you have up there that you enjoy? Oh. Oh, there's so many. I know. It's actually, Portland's called Brewtopia. I know. I know. So you've got them everywhere. So if so, I were to go to Portland, yeah. let's say we no longer have to be six feet apart and I actually get to go see you. Yeah. Uh, where do we go? Breakside is one of my favorites. Breakside? Uh, that's right here. Um, oh, geez. I don't know if I can think of I haven't been out to do I know, right? so long. <laughs> <laughs> I like trying to think like... There's a tap house that I go to that's not far from me. Yeah, we have one of those here, and they just go all over. So they actually head up to Portland as well. They they basically do the entire West Coast. So we'll get beers from San Diego all the way up to Seattle, Portland. We have, though, one of the best beers in the world here in the Bay Area, and that's Pliny the Elder from the Russian River uh, Brewing Company in Santa Rosa. Mm Yep. Pliny the Elder and Pliny the Younger, I always get him confused. One mm-hmm. of them is only limited time. Is that the Elder? Right. I think so, or is yes. that the Younger? I think it's the Elder. Okay. I, I, yeah. I get the two confused. They look so much alike, and they, they have do. the same first name. It's like they're related. They must be. But that beer is absolutely amazing. What I've been stuck with lately is just the 21st Amendment. And I say stuck with, but I love it. I'm getting the Costco pack. And uh, there's a couple in there that are just awesome. There's this one called Terrible Idea. And uh, generally, I'm drinking that um, (laughs) when I come up with some ideas for this podcast. (laughs) You'll you'll get to hear one of those uh, later in the podcast, actually. (laughs) Hey, uh, speaking of, of podcasts... You, um, I, I'm glad, first of all, that you took a break from playing Romancelvania to talk to <laughs> right, me today. Right, to talk to you. <laughs> you had a great interview recently. On, I did. Uh, Girl. I interviewed Amanda Gardner, who is uh, the narrative director for The Deep End Games, which is an indie studio out of Boston. Indie video game studio, since we're segueing from beer here. It's not a beer studio. Yeah, so well, it, it actually sounds like you've been drinking a, a little beer there. <laughs> well. <laughs> mm-hmm, I mean, mm-hmm. you know, that could be that could be a thing. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I had her on the show. They're kickstarting a game called Romancelvania, which is a loving parody of video games and a scathing critique of reality TV show, TV shows um, with tropes and all kinds of fun stuff that they're just doing a great send up of. You play as Dracula. And then all kinds of crazy stuff happens. Yeah, I, I listened to the podcast the other day. I love your new intro. Thank and uh, I told my daughter about the game and she's like, is it on PS4? And I'm like, uh, we're going to have to look that up. Yes, it is. It is on PS4. So she was very yes. happy about that. Yeah, yeah. 
It's in the process. The Kickstarter is running now until November 13th. So you have time to back it. And, you know, backers get special privileges. So it might be something you want to jump on. All right. Yeah. Well, and that's Game on Girl. If you want the link to Romancelvania, I'm, I'm, let's not give it to them, though. Let's say that they have to listen to your podcast. They have to go. Yeah, it's in the description. And my podcast is on Anchor. Oh, so see, you be able to find it. In it's perfect. Way. It'll be easy. You can just <laughs> switch right over from from yeah. this one to that, but not yet. Yeah. Not until you're done with this one. <laughs> yeah, you you don't want to stop listening to this podcast though, because I am going to teach you about a VCR. It was this amazing invention years and years ago, back in the caveman days. Regina, do you have one of those? I used to. <laughs> yeah. I don't anymore. All right. Well, we're going to tell those of us that have not ever had one of these what a VCR is. We'll uh, find out what that is coming up. The United States and Spain signed a treaty to establish the boundaries between the Spanish colonies and the U.S. They did that on this day in 1795. The treaty guaranteed the United States the rights to navigate on the Mississippi River. This also ended a dispute about the borders in West Florida. Florida wouldn't become a part of the United States until 1819 as a part of a different treaty. In 1961, NASA tested the first Saturn I. They gave a 75% chance of actually getting it off the ground and a 30% chance of it completing a flight. It was an unmanned rocket, so I guess those odds were okay. Yeah, uh, the 20,000-pound rocket did get off the ground. It went 206 miles in about 15 minutes. The Saturn family of rockets eventually took astronauts to the moon. These rockets are insanely huge. Uh, I did a trip to Houston and I visited NASA. Uh, they have one of the Saturn rockets on display. I mean, the size is just incredible. When you're standing next to this thing, you see just how massive it actually is. It's laying on its side and it is about probably two, three times taller than my house. <laughs> this thing, it, it's unbelievable how big it is. If you do get a chance to go to Houston and check out NASA, this is definitely worth the trip, just this rocket alone. Uh, the Saturn V is 363 feet tall. Uh, the new Falcon Heavy from SpaceX is about 130 feet shorter than this rocket, and they say that one is massive. All right, moving now to 1992. While her husband Al Gore was campaigning to become the next vice president of the United States, Tipper Gore admitted that she covered the clock on her VCR with a black piece of tape so that she wouldn't have to see it blink. Okay, you know what? This story totally makes sense to a certain demographic, and the younger demographic, perhaps, doesn't really understand what the heck we're talking about. They, they don't get the, the blinking clock. They don't understand the VCR. So I figured it's time for a little education about the VCR. Using your VCR, this is Little Billy, and he wants to watch a movie. Billy must wait till the movie comes on TV next month to see the film. Billy would look through the JCPenney catalog and dream of owning a VCR. Billy would walk by the local video store and see all the new releases on the shelf. Billy pledged that if ever he owned a VCR, he would surely be kind and rewind. One day, Billy's dad went to Circuit City and bought an $800 VCR. 
Billy was so excited to set the VCR up in the family room that he barely ate the hot pocket that his mom heated for dinner. When he plugged it in, Billy saw that the VCR had a digital clock on the front display. Further proof that the VCR is very high-tech and modern. Billy read through the 76-page instruction manual and learned to set the time he would need to place the pointy end of a paperclip into a hole just under the front display. While not letting go of the paperclip, press both the set button and the up button simultaneously. Billy spent the next seven hours setting up the clock. He proudly went to show his family that the clock was correct. But Billy tripped on the cord and briefly unplugged the VCR. The clock, once again, blinked 12 repeatedly. So Billy turned to meth. Ah, the 90s. Now, you know what? You can respect Netflix a lot more. Yeah, the clock, every comedian talked about it back then, but you know what? They were correct because it was the most annoying thing in the world. Our first VCR, I remember it, it was about $900, I believe, for the for the VCR, and it had a dial that you had to turn on each one of the channels so that you can set the channels properly, and you could only record off of 10 channels. Uh, as for the clock, well, you had to get the clock right because if you wanted to ever record anything, everything was based on that clock. But if the power went out, there was no backup battery or anything like that. They didn't think of that back then. You'd miss all your recording. The VCR clock, you, you don't have to deal with that anymore. You've got on demand, you've got Netflix, you've got streaming. Uh, life is not too bad. Okay, <laughs> moving now to 2004. You know, I love talking baseball, and since it's close to Halloween, what's better than a story about baseball and a curse? Yeah, we're going to talk about the curse of the Bambino. All right, I know the story isn't very scary, but since it's close to Halloween and we've already paid for the music, uh, let's use it. Yeah, we're going to talk about the curse of the Bambino. If you don't know what that curse is, you're probably not a Red Sox fan. Okay, so in 1920, the Sox traded Babe Ruth to the Yankees. This trade brought on a curse to the Red Sox that put them in a World Series drought from 1918 to 2004. 86 years with no title. Prior to the curse, the Red Sox did well. They were 5-0 in World Series wins. The Yankees they didn't do so hot before this, but after the trade, the Yankees became the winningest World Series team in baseball. Well, that curse ended on this day in 2004 with the Red Sox winning the World Series. They did beat the Yankees in a divisional series and then went on to win the title that year. So the curse... It's over. Hey, tonight, uh, you can see Game 6 of the World Series. The Dodgers right now are ahead of the Rays, three games to two. The Rays have never had a title, so they would love to win tonight. And the Dodgers have not won since 1988. If the Dodgers lose this series, I, I think we can start a new superstition. The Clayton Curse Shaw. Yeah, it, it causes choking yeah, sorry, Dodger fans. I just had to do that one. All right, taking a look at last year. An Arkansas woman was texting her father's old phone number every day. Her father had passed away back in 2015. What she didn't know is that a new person received her dad's old phone number. One day, she received a message back, and it read, My name is Brad, and I lost my daughter in a car wreck in August of 2014. And your messages have kept me alive. 
He went on to say, I'm sorry that you have to go through this, but if it makes you feel any better, I'm very proud of you. The world works in mysterious ways sometimes, doesn't it? All right, let's take a look at our birthdays for today. Former President Theodore Roosevelt, who passed away in 1919, was born on this day in 1858. Actor John Cleese is 81. Gangster John Gotti was born in 1940. Trump's ex Marla Maples is 57. Ozzy Osbourne's daughter Kelly is 36. That's your look at October 27th. Thanks for listening to This Is Today. We do our best to pull together all the correct information. If we made a mistake and you heard it, you're super smart and we're super sorry. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and give us a five star if you think we deserve it. If you'd like to make sure that we cover something on a future episode, just let us know. Go to thisistodaypodcast.com to make suggestions, give us feedback, and see our other podcasts. I hope you enjoyed learning about today. I'm Russ, and I'll talk to you tomorrow. 